Hello, Stan State, and welcome to the Taking Care of You podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Carrera. This podcast is all about sharing information that helps students, faculty, and staff stay safe and healthy on campus. Commencement is right around the corner, and thousands of warriors are about to graduate. For many of those soon-to-be graduates, including myself, the transition from college to their career may cause anxiety about post-grad life. Today, our guest is Evelyn Ramos, Associate Director for Career and Professional Development Center. Now let's get into the discussion. You're listening to the Taking Care of You podcast. So Evelyn, can you please tell me a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Evelyn. I'm the Associate Director at the Center. I um, have been in higher education most of my career. Um, I want to say a little over 18 now, uh, which is crazy to think about, especially for those graduating soon. You're probably thinking, how can someone be in a career for so long? Uh, But yes, so I primarily work with students um, on career counseling, looking for jobs, just helping our office really helps students make that transition. What are some things to think about? Um, Where did you go to college at? I went to San Jose State. And how did you feel when you were graduating college? Like what was like your Thought process, how were you feeling, I guess, excitement, anything of emotions? Definitely a range of emotions. I think <laughs> as a first-gen student, you definitely feel the pressures of graduating, right? So a little bit of relief in saying, okay, I did this. I can check this off my list now. Um, but definitely that anxiety of what what comes next. You know, Now what do I do? This degree is supposed to guarantee me a job. How do I get that job? Right. So I think there's definitely a range, a range of emotions for myself at that time. I was fortunate in that I had mentors in, in place who kind of helped me navigate that. Um, but I, I definitely can empathize with students that are graduating right now and and facing that fear. But it's definitely an exciting time, too. It's always great to see folks um, taking their graduation pictures on campus, um, posing with their cap and gown. Uh, it's really a fun and exciting time. I definitely right now, since I am graduating, I'm super excited to take my graduation photos and slowly but surely get into like the like activities that come with graduating. You said that you were here for 18 years in this stand state. So how did you get this job and what was it like from graduating and going into this career? Yeah. So actually, my first full time role was at San Jose State in higher ed. I was there for about 15 years. I've been here at Stan, um, and my math is terrible, so I've been here probably about four years now. Uh, But I I got into career um, because I was actually a student assistant uh, when I was a student at San Jose State. So I um, transferred into a full-time position, um, did a few different roles there at San Jose, but then when the opportunity came to open the career center back up here on campus, because our career center was actually closed for about 10 years, um, but when it got opened up, uh, our, my executive director, my boss, she recommended, you know, I apply for the position said, Hey, if you want to come back to the Valley, cause I'm a Valley girl, uh, we'd love to have you. So it was great to apply, you know, meet the people here during the interview, really see the campus and connect with students. Um, so making that transition to a different campus was a little bit difficult when you leave a place you've been at for so long. Um, but I really love being in the Valley, and I think the students here have really made it really enjoyable. And um, I feel like I'm definitely contributing and helping my community, which is what I want to do overall. Do a lot of students come to you with anxiety 
about graduating because within my experience, I mean, I have always been a part of school activities, been involved in school. Even during summer, I always think like, what am I doing like with my life right now? Like I always look forward to, okay, as soon as August hits or even February, like back to school, back to the semester and back to even like a routine. So I have anxiety right now about like post-grad life and where I'm going to be at after and like my career path. So I wonder if like kids come to you about the same things that I have to deal with. Definitely, definitely. Those are really common concerns. And I think that's so important to get it out there is that not everybody has their whole life planned out. I don't think I've met anybody that has their whole life planned out. I still don't know what I'm going to be doing in the next 15, 20 years, right? Um, I think there's a misconception that you go to college because you know exactly what you want to do. But really, we look at college as a great place to explore, um, build those connections, learn from other people, because when else will you be able to do those things, right? When you get out into the world of work, yes, hopefully your your employment has some kind of activities for you and whatnot, but the reality of thing is, re- reality of things is that you likely have more time during college and a little bit more opportunity to engage in different activities while you're on campus. Um, there's definitely a transition. And I, I like how you mentioned just you get used to a schedule, you get used to a plan, you know, every semester. So it can be scary to think about, I don't know what I'm going to be doing for the next few months. Um, we definitely get those questions, those concerns. Uh, we do work with alumni. So if students haven't even thought about any of this until after graduation, they can come in and connect with a career coach um, because it really does take time to process, reflect. Um, but it's important to take that time for yourself to do that. I didn't even know that you guys offered it for alumni. Um, where would we, if I were to graduate, or any graduates coming, where would they go exactly to your department? Where is that at? Yeah, so we are in the University Student Center, room 205. And um, you can also reach us at um, our website. And what do the career coaches do for students? Yeah, so we can um, help students build resumes, uh, provide feedback on resume if you already have one, uh, practice interviewing, um, even identifying job titles. Our majors don't directly tell us what job we'll be doing. I mean, there are a few, right, like nursing (laughs) kind of clear that you, you're you likely going to be a nurse, um, but others like history or sociology, psychology even, um, they're not really limiting you to a certain job. That can be great in that you're not limited, but it can also be scary in that there's nothing really defined. Um, so what we can help students do is identify, okay, this is my major. This is what I liked about it. These are other things I've been doing that I really enjoy. What are some jobs that have those connections? Um, So our coaches can really help have those discussions and help students find opportunities that match what they're looking for. So we don't do placement necessarily, but we really help that conversation of what should I expect as I go into the job search? Um, But also that hands-on piece of what do I need to have on my resume? What should I be saying in an interview? How do I even build my professional network? So would you, I guess, advise for any student that is using right now LinkedIn to start applying for jobs, um, what would be your advice, I guess, to continually using LinkedIn or what other platforms should you say like for students to start applying? Yeah, I definitely encourage our students to use um, our platform, which is Higher Stand State. It's powered by Handshake. 
Um, so it is an online job board, but if you see a job there, you can be sure that whoever posted it there wants a Stan State student or alum. The job may be posted elsewhere, but if it's on our system, it's intentionally promoted here. Um, the other thing I would recommend is um, definitely attending our job fair. <laughs> so we have a job fair coming up on May 4th. Um, and just even utilizing Higher Sand State um, to see what other events are taking place. The city often hosts job fairs. Other employers in the area are hosting job fairs. There's definitely a demand right now for folks. Um, and we encourage them to post their events there so you guys can get a list of events. Um, but yeah, I know you mentioned LinkedIn. LinkedIn is definitely a great platform for students to be using to build those connections, showcase their work, um, and apply for positions as well. In regards to higher Stan State, um, for students that are not graduating yet, but trying to already prepare for graduation and post-grad life, can they also get internships or find summer jobs there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a range of positions, whether it's like a part-time, you know, I just need to make some money kind of job, to a, a paid internship, um, to learn, ex uh, to gain some experience in your field or gain some exposure. There's internships there. But there are also full-time entry-level positions. And there are a few more experience-level positions for folks, for alumni who maybe have been out for a little bit, have built their experience, or even for grad students who are looking for opportunities. So there really is a range of opportunities on Higher Stand State, and it's actually a national database. Um, so it's not it's not only our local positions, but it's a national board. And about the career fair, what should students do to prepare for the career fair? Uh, that's a great question, too. <laughs> um, students really should... Or steps that we recommend are, you know, identifying who's attending the fair. So if you log on to Higher Sand State, you can see the list of employers, preparing your resume to speak with those employers, and then really thinking about your elevator pitch. So how are you going to introduce yourself during the event? And then um, after the event, uh, following up by applying for those positions. And that's something that you would be able to help students in the sense of, having that pitch to those recruiters. Yes, exactly. So if you've never worked on a pitch for yourself before, uh, we can definitely walk you through it, just what to include in it. Um, we can practice with you. We also have um, a few workshops still on the schedule if students wanted to check out our calendar to prepare for that ahead of time. Um, but even if, if it's, let's say it's a first-year student who's not really looking for a job right now, we do encourage you to check it out. Because that way you're familiar with the layout, you understand um, what's expected of me here. And then when you do need an internship or a job, you're a little more prepared. Can you give me tips on an elevated pitch right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and I typically tend to use a formula. Uh, so start with your name, your major, when you're graduating, and something about yourself as it relates to the job or internship you're applying to. Um, so for example, if I were a um, G GIS student, maybe seeking an internship related to um, working with the county um, on their water district issues. If I know the county of Stanislaus is going to be there, I might, hi, my name is Evelyn. I'm a sophomore in GIS. I'm really interested in an internship um, learning about water conservation. Can you tell me about the posting that I saw on your site and what you look for in an intern? So it's a way to say who you are but then also encouraging conversation by asking a question that shows your interest and shows that you're engaged. And I've always wondered this, but 
do you recommend even trying to get like personal with the recruiters and trying to like make like a personal like story and connection? There's definitely a fine balance between personal and professional, um, but it's not terrible to make things personal. Don't go too deep necessarily, right? So for example, at our job fair, if the recruiter that's there is an alum, we encourage them to have an alumni sticker. And that could encourage you to say, oh, what was your major? And if you see that, you could definitely ask that question. What was your major? Um, how did you like it here? When did you graduate? So it is okay to ask those kinds of personal questions. I probably just wouldn't get too personal, right? Like I wouldn't necessarily follow them on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Um, but I would follow them on LinkedIn. Okay. And talking about commencement, what should students know about commencement? Yeah, it's, again, definitely an exciting time. If you haven't already signed up to participate in one of the um, ceremonies, I encourage you to check out the commencement website um, because you do, we just need to know who's attending and um, make sure we have space for everybody. And for students that are not graduating this year, what do you think that they should do while being a college student? Any, like, tips or recommendations? Yeah, definitely be engaged in your classes. It's really easy to go to class, do the work, and go home and kind of check out, maybe not really engage. But the purpose of, of college is not necessarily just to do the assignments. Yes, do the assignments, learn about things that you're learning about, but connect with your faculty. You know, take the time to go to an office hour. If they recommend, um, hey, we have these five extra credit points to go to this workshop, go to the workshop, <laughs> invest your time. Um, but really reflect on what you're learning because the degree itself will not guarantee you a job. The degree helps you meet a requirement, but employers want to see, well, what did you learn? What did you like about it? How is it related to where you see yourself and how you see yourself contributing? Um, you have so many skills. If you're here, you're pushing through, you're meeting a goal, you have skills and abilities. So really, um, come and talk to us. How can I reflect these skills on my resume? So you that you're putting your best foot forward when you're applying to anything, whether it's an internship, whether it's grad school, et cetera. There's definitely different things to consider. Um, but as a student, you have resources available. You're paying for a lot of resources. So take advantage of them as much as you can. Were you involved when you were going to San Jose State? Uh, prob not as much as I would have liked to have been. Um, I think... Um, Looking back at it, things I would have done maybe differently, maybe join a few more student clubs, uh, do study abroad, uh, go to a few different information sessions, even if it's not something I would have applied for or completed necessarily, but even having that information can be really helpful to see what's something new that I can do while I'm here. Yeah, after post-COVID, uh, I took the initiative to apply to Stan State just because I knew that I wasn't evolved as I wanted to be. And I ended up getting a job and now I'm able to connect with students out at the quad and post social media and Instagram photos and TikToks. And I never thought that like this would even be a job that would be offered at in a university. And uh, with this platform, I think... I was able to talk to more students and hear their experiences. And I was out at the quad the other day and I was talking to students about how they were feeling like now graduating. And a lot of them were saying, okay, like I'm super excited. Like I have this coming up at my graduation party and like they're already planning and like even about warrior day. And 
the excitement about that. But then there was a lot more other students who weren't even excited yet. They were still feeling like lost and they're still still feeling stressed about finals coming up. And I just feel like it's not talked about enough because I feel like when graduation is coming up, all you kind of hear about is like, okay, here's the excitement. And then there's other students where it's like, what now? Like, I mean, my coworker, she, um, she graduated a year early from her graduation from, from her college. And she's always been involved in everything up till even high school. And when she graduated, she was like, okay, I'm going to take a whole gap year. And she graduated and she had a mental breakdown and she was not prepared for, I guess you could say the real world or even like trying to just relax. And I feel like a lot of students deal with that because like I said before, you're stuck in this routine of school and semester and summer jobs and internships and go, go, go that you don't really have time to relax. And even when you do relax, you, I mean, me personally, I, (laughs) I don't think I ever do relax. I'm always thinking 10 steps ahead. So what would be your advice for students right now, I guess, dealing with what's to come and trying to take a little breather and quote unquote, taking care of yourself? It's a great point. It's definitely important for folks to reflect and consider what, what are my needs? How can I healthy and, you know, do okay with the pressures that are still going to be on me, even after college, after graduation, I I feel like stress and things we have to do will always be there. Um, So it is important to reflect, you know, what, when do you feel that you are relaxed? Like, is there ever a point where you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm okay doing this. I feel good. I'm not worried about things. And then thinking about, well, what helps me get there and how can I share that with others? Um, Trying to build that community of support, that community of maybe mentors maybe identifying folks who have a, a bit more experience than you and asking them, you know, what do you do to unwind or how, how do you suggest managing my schedule? Um, that's also something that students can do while they're in school is more of that time management and trying to identify what works for your schedule. Cause you're really in charge of your schedule. Um, but it can be difficult when you transition out, if you don't have those things in mind, like the semester, the calendar, the deadlines, Um, When you're in the world of work, there are deadlines, um, but oftentimes you're kind of left on your own to find those or or figure it out. So it is really important to be comfortable reaching out for help. Um, I would encourage students that are here now to take advantage of the Counseling and Psychological Services Office or any workshops they offer um, just to unwind, let someone know um, that you're what you're feeling and then receiving services that might be available. Um, I think a lot of times we're meant to believe that we're supposed to do things on our own. And if we can't do it on our own, it's a failure. There really isn't a failure. Even if you you take on a job and you hate it, that's not a failure. Learn from it. Reflect. If anything, you've learned something about yourself and about a work environment that you liked or you didn't like. Um, so I always think about it as, you know, invested time when you're intentional. It, it It's meant to help you. So if you do notice something's not working, I'm not feeling as well as I know I could be, I highly encourage reaching out to folks, whether it's an advisor, a mentor. Um, And oftentimes doors will be closed. 
just continue going and looking for, for an open door. I agree with that. Um, for students that have already graduated, you said a degree is not a promised job. I <laughs> distinctly remember that. So how would you advise someone to find a career? Where do they even start? Yeah. And I say that because just, I feel like, again, too, maybe, and maybe this is more common for our first gen students. You know, we believe we've heard all of our life, I think, at least for myself that, you know, get a degree, go to school so that you can have a better career. And that's all fine and dandy, but how does that translate? It doesn't come automatically, right? So it's not like employers are here to just sign you a contract when you get your degree. Yes, a degree is, I, I think, imperative in this time, especially, you know, when you want to go into a field that's maybe more of a white-collar kind of position. Um, but you still need to sh apply to the positions. You still need to show that you're interested. You still need to show how your skills how your experiences have prepared you for that position and how you're going to contribute. Something I see a lot of is students saying, I have this degree, but I don't have any experience. How can I get experience if I don't have any experience? But I think a lot, a lot of our students undervalue or undersell what they've been doing in their part, in their classes, um, what they've been doing at work. Even if it's like a McDonald's job, you're still working. You're, you're managing your schedule you're working with other people at the same time you're going to class, you're talking to faculty, you're writing these papers, you're doing the research. Definitely don't undersell everything you've done. Um, even if you've been working for a long time in a certain job, that's more of a, um, we call it a survival job. Um, you can go into a different, you know, industry, a different path. The important thing is going to be how you translate those skills. The other thing I really want to help um, students understand about the word career it's not just one job. You know, it's not one industry. It's not one path. Many folks have a variety of different jobs over their career. So it's really more like a career span or a lifespan. Um, you can have several jobs and having several different jobs isn't a failure. Again, it's you're taking the chance to do different things to find out about yourself and different work environments. Um, your bachelor's degree only will carry you will only carry you so far. Um, the work that you're doing in this, in the time there, you will be learning new things. So you guys may have heard of that phrase, um, lifelong learner. Uh, we are always learning regardless of whether we like it or not. <laughs> We're learning something new. If you want to excel and grow, it's important that you challenge yourself to learn things about different environments that you're in. Let's say students after the excitement of graduation has gone and they keep applying job after job with no response or reject or having rejection. I always hear the phrase rejection is just redirection. Would you agree with that? I like I like that phrase. I think that um, kind of like with the idea of failure, like if if a door closes or something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean to just stop completely. It just may mean that you need to reflect, think about. What am I doing that I could be doing differently? What is it that I feel is not working for me? Um, so we have had students say, you know, I've applied several times. Um, I haven't gotten any calls. So then I'll ask, well, what, let me see your resume. What, what's your resume saying? Maybe your resume is not saying what you think it is. Um, and oftentimes, if they are applying to many positions with the same resume, that might not be as effective 
as tailoring your resume to the job. Like, so does the employer clearly see, can they clearly see that you have the related skills? You don't want to assume that anybody will read into your resume more than what you give them. Um, they only know your resume. Um, so, and I always remind students, it does definitely take time to get a position. So if someone's graduating May, we do encourage students to start looking and applying to positions at least a few months ahead of time, because then that gives you time to update your resume as needed, go on interviews, um, identify positions of interest. So it does take a few, it can take some time. Um, but if you do find, you know, it's been several months, I've been applying, I haven't gotten any calls, then it could be that the resume is not really working. And after that, for specifically Stan State alumni, they could go to you to help yeah. with the resume. Yeah, yeah. So we could definitely take a look at the resume, kind of see where you've been applying, how you've been applying, um, because applying and submitting um, applications online is one part of it, right? Um, but you also want to consider, what am I doing outside of that? How am I building connections? How are people knowing about me? And how am I learning about other people? So doing things like informational interviews can be great to build that network. Um, you know, getting involved in the community, um, talking to people that are in positions you're interested in can really help you gain some insight that maybe you wouldn't necessarily get just from applying to a job. All right. Thank you, Evelyn, for coming onto this podcast and sharing your expertise and showing how important it is to take these next steps and taking care of yourself. So I like to end the podcast always with just a simple question. What is something you like to do personally to take care of yourself? Um, I definitely like to um, just play outside with my dogs. <laughs> so I have two shepherds. Uh, they they tell me they want to play catch, right? But when I throw the ball, they bring it back. They don't give it back. <laughs> they just like run around with it. Like how do you, how are we, this is not how catch goes. <laughs> um, so it's fun just to see them running around and um, interact with my son too. So just spending some time outside. I think it's always nicer in the spring when the weather's manageable. Summer's another another question, but yeah, just enjoying some time outside, recharging. Thank you again to Evelyn Ramos. If you ever want to reach out to her directly, go to the Career and Professional Development Center on campus or visit their website, which you can find in the episode description. Thank you all for listening into this episode of the Taking Care of You podcast. You can listen to this episode and past episodes on your favorite podcast platform or visit csustan.edu slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe or follow to be notified of new episodes. Stay safe, warriors, and take care of yourselves.